The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Praise be to God for weekends. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, October 9th, 2021, Saturday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1, and Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. Today is the optional memorial of St. Denis and his companions. Denis is the patron of France. He's regarded as the first bishop of Paris. His popularity is due to a series of legends, especially those connecting him with the great Abbey Church of St. Denis in Paris. Now, the best hypothesis contends that Denis was sent to Gaul from Rome in the 3rd century and beheaded in the persecution under Emperor Valerius in 258. According to one of the legends, after he was martyred, he carried his head to a village northeast of the city. St. Genevieve built a basilica over his tomb at the beginning of the 6th century. St. Denis died about the year 258 A.D. St. Denis, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, and now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist everywhere, even to the end of time, I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions, all my affections and desires, all my words and deeds in imitation of the Most Holy Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that every baptized person may be engaged in evangelization available to the mission by being witnesses of a life that has the flavor of the gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My mother, Immaculate St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Well, Jesus, we come to you in this time of prayer now that we might be truly with you as the saints are with you in heaven and they rejoice in your presence. And so we put ourselves in your presence that we too might rejoice. Today we have so many saints that we can join in our prayer with, whose example, whose love for you stands out for us and helps us in many ways. And our church puts before us the example of three saints today. You can pick the great French Saint Saint-Denis, who was king in France, a righteous and noble king. We could meditate upon the life of St. John Leonardi, an Italian priest who fought gallantly to preserve the purity of the Catholic faith and to spread devotion to Mary, your mother. But we want to meditate, because basically I'm choosing to do so, on the particular saint of St. John Henry Newman. 
And we want to take inspiration from his life today. Jesus, a life that was well lived. He died at the age of, of 90. A life that was marked by some very important events in his own life. And we want, Lord, that you would help us in our own journey of life to see how he can guide us with his prayers today to bring us closer to you. He was a great English saint and he's noted, I suppose, above all things, for being a convert to the Catholic faith. He was born as an Anglican into the Church of England and he became a minister in that church, a minister for which he labored for over 20 years. So he had contributed massively to the church in which he was born into. But on this day in 1845, the 9th of October, he was received into the full communion of the Catholic Church 176 years ago. And yet we can take something from that today. And so, Lord Jesus, we want to look deep into his life to see this man of many achievements and how his achievements can help us. Now, he was noted as a great preacher. And there are volumes of his sermons that have been published since. He preached very well as both an Anglican minister and as a Catholic priest. It's not easy to, to write a sermon. Every priest, every deacon who sits down to prepare a sermon is hoping that the Word of God will have first touched our own hearts and that we might have something to say of benefit to others. And sometimes it's of no benefit to anybody apart from ourselves. Well, at least, Jesus, if we can get something out of it, that's good. But John Henry Newman had a particular gift to be able to communicate the Word of God, to be able to explain quite complicated Christian doctrine at times, in complicated manners sometimes himself. But he had a gift for preaching, for oratory, for the use of words in order to communicate the Word. He was a man of immense learning as well. He was a fellow at Oxford and he had every opportunity throughout his career, his academic career that was, to, to teach and to expound Christian truth. He was noted also for being the founder of the Congregation of the Oratory in England, which is still a community that, that thrives today in various locations where priests come together to live a kind of a common life, but also to celebrate the sacraments for the people of God and to follow the example of the Italian St. Philip Neri, whose life had a huge impact on his own. In my own country, in Ireland, John Henry Newman put in a great deal of effort to try and create a Catholic university in Ireland where Christians could be educated according to the principles of the, of the Catholic faith. For many reasons, it wasn't a great success, but he certainly put in all the effort that he could in order to achieve that. A man of many achievements. But the one thing that we are singling out today in our prayer is his conversion, which in a sense is not his achievement at all, Jesus, but it is your achievement. It is the gift of the Holy Spirit that so moved him in order that he might come into the fullness of the truth. And that's our prayer for ourselves every day. Maybe we have been blessed to have been born and baptized a Catholic. Maybe we have come to the church through other means later in life. Maybe we are not even Catholic Christians ourselves at this moment, but we are all seeking, Lord, that we can come to the fullness of the truth. And John Henry Newman had a very particular journey towards the fullness of the truth. And when he did become a Catholic, after many years of being an Anglican minister, his becoming a Catholic had a huge impact on his life. 
not just his life of faith, but as a result, he, he lost his job teaching at Oxford. It was not possible for him as a Catholic priest to continue on the job that he had because he was an Anglican minister. In a large part, he also lost the support of his family. Now, that can be one of the most difficult aspects for anybody who becomes a Catholic, that perhaps they're not supported on that journey by those who, who love them the most. And that even though we all have to ply our own furrow and we make our own faith journey, sometimes we're not accompanied by those whom, whom we love the most. And that can come really, Jesus, as a, as a deep personal cost to us. He lost many friends who remained Protestant in their own lifetime and who similarly could not follow him on his own journey towards you. Now, we might think of conversion as being something very dramatic. We know very well the story of St. Paul's conversion. Where he fell off his horse on the way to Damascus and he had this kind of blinding light that revealed to him, you, Jesus, who are the true light of the world. John Henry Newman described his own conversion not really as something so dramatic, but something a little bit more that touched his heart. He said that he was not conscious to himself on his conversion of any change, intellectual or moral, wrought in his mind. He wasn't conscious of firmer faith in the fundamental truths of revelation or of more self-command. He said he had not more fervour, but it was like coming into port after a rough sea. Now, some people might not be able to identify completely well because they've had a great experience of conversion that has really radicalised their life and has changed things in many different ways. And other people might be able to identify to a great deal with this, that conversion is something that happens maybe gradually over time and that as we come closer and closer to you, Jesus, and realise your love for us, perhaps it's not something so dramatic but it feels like it's a good fit for us. It feels like exactly what John Henry Newman says, that we're coming into a port after being on a rough sea or we're simply just coming home after walking a long journey. Newman's conversion, in a sense, was restoring calm into his life. There was some time whenever he was maybe struggling intellectually with some of the truths of the faith. And the closer he came to you, Jesus, to accept the fullness of the truth as it subsists in the Catholic Church, he felt a deeper contentment in his soul. But this sense of calmness being restored to our soul is a sense of conversion that we all need every single day, that we can come closer to you, Jesus, really and truly present in the tabernacle and restore that peace and that calm in our souls. And so the gift of conversion, yes, might be something big and dramatic where we might become a Catholic, let's say, or that we radically turn our lives around after we've made a, a good and sincere confession. But conversion might also just be something simple in this moment where we kind of correct our intention. Maybe we realise that we are ploughing the furrow in a slightly crooked manner today. Or maybe things just haven't been going so well for me today because I'm a bit of a, a grump. Or maybe I'm holding back from you, Jesus, something that I know you're inviting me to give. Well, John Henry Newman's coming to Rome, coming to a place of safety and security, in a sense, is what we want in every moment. We want to feel that peace in our souls, despite the fact of all of the, the busyness around us, of all of the, the rough seas that we sometimes find ourselves on. We want to come home to that port. Jesus, 
Sometimes we are like little boats battling on the rough seas. And sometimes it's the cause of other things. It's the culture, it's my friends, it's difficulties that I'm facing at home that are making that sea choppy. Sometimes it's our way of thinking. Maybe we have ideas that are a bit crazy. Maybe we have gone down, down the wrong path in life and that's why the waters are stormy. But Jesus, we want to have that peace restored in our souls this day as we come closer to you. The peace that the world cannot give, but the peace that you can give. The peace that John Henry Newman came to know in his own life. We ask that through his prayers and intercession that we might have the grace of conversion now and in every moment of our life. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Old-time religion, give me that Old-time religion, give me that Old-time religion, that's good enough for me Jesus built his church on Peter He was first pope and leader The gates of hell would not defeat her That's good enough for me It's good enough for Paul and Silas When the jailer asked how to revive us Full forgiveness, please baptize us, that's good enough for me. Good enough for Justin Martyr, when he described the Mass's order, told about the sacrifice of the altar, that's good enough for me. Give me that old-time religion, give me that old-time religion, give me that old-time religion, that's good enough for me. Enough for Saint Ignatius in the Catholic Church. He said to find Jesus in the second century. He preached this. That's good enough for me. Even before they had the Bible, there was a Holy Ghost revival. The martyrs died for its survival. That's good enough for me. It was good for Saint Augustine. In the church he was a trustin', those Pelagians he was bustin', that's good enough for me. Jesus said he'd never leave us, and with his flesh he said he'd feed us, yet some still don't believe this, that's good enough for me. Give me that old-time religion, give me that Catholic tradition, it was good enough for the early church, so it's good enough for me. It was good enough for the early church, so it's good enough for me. I like the way he changed that up. That is Dr. Russ Rentler with Old Time Religion. It's 15 minutes past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, October 9th, 2021. Saturday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to begin the liturgical day now. We join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful as we join together now in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your your praise. praise. Let us worship God, who brings the 
darkness into light. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Go within his gates giving thanks, enter his courts with songs of praise, give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders. From darkness into light. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders. From darkness into light. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre, Amen. Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. 
Let, Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Let them say this, the Lord's redeemed, whom he redeemed from the hand of the foe and gathered from far-off lands, from east and west, north and south. Some wandered in the desert, in the wilderness, finding no way to a city they could dwell in. Hungry they were and thirsty. Their soul was fainting within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress, and he led them along the right way to reach a city they could dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his love for the wonders he does for men. For he satisfies the thirsty soul. He fills the hungry with good things. Some lay in darkness and in gloom, prisoners in misery and chains, having defied the words of God and spurned the counsels of the Most High. He crushed their spirit with toil. They stumbled. There was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He led them forth from darkness and gloom and broke their chains to pieces. Let them thank the Lord for his goodness, for the wonders he does for men, for he bursts the gates of bronze and shatters the iron bars. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Some were sick on account of their sins and afflicted on account of their guilt. They had a loathing for every food. They came close to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He sent forth his word to heal them and saved their life from the grave. Let them thank the Lord for his love, for the wonders he does for men. Let them offer a sacrifice of thanks and tell of his deeds with rejoicing. Some sailed to the sea in ships to trade on the mighty waters. These men have seen the Lord's deeds, the wonders he does in the deep. For he spoke, he summoned the gale, raising up the waves of the sea, tossed up to heaven, then into the deep, their soul melted away in their distress. They staggered. Reeled like drunken men, for all their skill was gone. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. All the waves of the sea were hushed. They rejoiced because of the calm, and he led them to the haven they desired. Let them thank the Lord for his love, the wonders he does for men 
Let them exalt him in the gathering of the people and praise him in the meeting of the elders. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They will understand his loving kindness. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They will understand his loving kindness. He changes streams into a desert, springs of water into thirsty ground, fruitful land into a salty waste for the wickedness of those who live there. But he changes desert into streams, thirsty ground into springs of water. There he settles the hungry, and they build a city to dwell in. They sow fields and plant their vines. These yield crops for the harvest. He blesses them. They grow in numbers. He does not let their herds decrease. He pours contempt upon princes makes them wander in trackless wastes. They diminish, are reduced to nothing, by oppression, evil, and sorrow. But he raises the needy from distress, makes families numerous as a flock. The upright see it and rejoice, but all who do wrong are silenced. Whoever is wise, let him heed these things and consider the love of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You fill the hungry with good things, Lord God, and break the sinner's chains. Hear your people who call to you in their need, and lead your church from the shadows of death. Gather us from sunrise to sunset, that we may grow together in faith and love and give lasting thanks for your kindness. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They they will understand his loving kindness. Your truth, O God, is high as the clouds. Lord, your goodness is deep as the ocean. From the first letter of the Apostle Paul to Timothy. Man of God that you are, flee from all of this. Instead, seek after integrity, piety, faith, love, steadfastness, and a gentle spirit. Fight the good fight of faith. Take firm hold on the everlasting life to which you were called when, in the presence of many witnesses, you made your noble profession of faith. Before God, who gives life to all, and before Christ Jesus, who in bearing witness made his noble profession before Pontius Pilate, I charge you to keep God's command without blame or reproach until our Lord Jesus Christ 
shall appear. This appearance God will bring to pass at his chosen time. He is the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality and who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no human being has ever seen or can see. To him be honor and everlasting rule. Amen. Tell those who are rich in this world's goods not to be proud and not to rely on so uncertain a thing as wealth. Let them trust in the God who provides us richly with all things for our use. Charge them to do good, to be rich in good works and generous, sharing what they have. Thus, will they build a secure foundation for the future, for receiving that life which is life indeed. O Timothy, guard what has been committed to you. Stay clear of worldly idle talk and the contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. In laying claim to such knowledge, some men have missed the goal of faith. Grace be with you. The Word of the Lord Since you have received Jesus as Christ and Lord, live in Him, be rooted and built up in Him, so that you may grow ever stronger in the faith you were taught, and, and be filled with, with thanksgiving. Do not store up for yourselves an earthly treasure, but store up heavenly treasure, and, and be, be filled, filled with thanksgiving. A reading from a homily on the Gospels by St. Gregory the Great, Pope. Let us listen to what the Lord says as he sends the preachers forth. The harvest is great, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into his harvest. We can speak only with a heavy heart of so few laborers for such a great harvest. For although there are many to hear the good news, there are only a few to preach it. Look about you and see how full the world is of priests. Yet in God's harvest, a laborer is rarely to be found. For although we have accepted the priestly office, we do not fulfill its demands. Beloved brothers, consider what has been said. Pray the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into his harvest. Pray for us so that we may have the strength to work on your behalf, that our tongue may not grow weary of exhortation, and that after we have accepted the office of preaching, our silence may not condemn us before the just judge. For frequently the preacher's tongue is bound fast on account of his own wickedness, while on the other hand it sometimes happens that because of the people's sins, the word of preaching is withdrawn from those who preside over the assembly. With reference to the former situation, the psalmist says, But God asks the sinner, Why do you recite my commandments? And with reference to the latter, the Lord tells Ezekiel, I will make your tongue cleave to the roof of your mouth, 
so that you shall be dumb and unable to reprove them, for they are a rebellious house. He clearly means this. The word of preaching will be taken away from you, because as long as this people irritates me by their deeds, they are unworthy to hear the exhortation of truth. It is not easy to know for whose sinfulness the preacher's word is withheld, but it is indisputable that the shepherd's silence, while often injurious to himself, will always harm his flock. There is something else about the life of the shepherds, dearest brothers, which discourages me greatly. But lest what I claim should seem unjust to anyone, I will accuse myself of the very same thing, although I fall into it unwillingly, compelled by the urgency of these barbarous times. I speak of our absorption in external affairs. We accept the duties of office, but by our actions we show that we are attentive to other things. We abandon the ministry of preaching, and in my opinion, are called bishops to our detriment. For we retain the honorable office, but fail to practice the virtues proper to it. Those who have been entrusted to us abandon God, and we are silent. They fall into sin, and we do not extend a hand of rebuke. But how can we who neglect ourselves be able to correct someone else? We are wrapped up in worldly concerns, and the more we devote ourselves to external things, the more insensitive we become in spirit. For this reason, the Church rightfully says about her own feeble members, They made me a keeper of the vineyards, but my own vineyard I have not kept. We are set to guard the vineyards, but do not guard our own, for we get involved in irrelevant pursuits and neglect the performance of our ministry. So great a harvest, and so few to gather it in. Pray to the Lord of the harvest. Beg him to send out laborers for his harvest. My people trust in God at all times. Pour out your hearts before him. Beg him to send out laborers for his harvest. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpass the merits and the desires of those who entreat you, pour out your mercy upon us to pardon what conscience dreads and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-five minutes before the hour on Saturday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time, October 9th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. No. 
except for the Lord Let all who seek Let them come to the water And let all Marr gives the rock ballad treatment to a St. Louis Jesuit song, Come to the Water. 
It's 20 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, October 9th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells us who is really blessed. It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. As he said this, a woman in the crowd raised her voice. Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts that you sucked. Blessed, rather, are those who hear the word of God and keep it. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. You'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app. The app is free, of course. You'll find it on your app store.
Our Saturday tribute to the Blessed Virgin Mary comes from an ensemble simply known as the Sixteen. Hail Mary, full of grace. And I should tell you, too, that Relevant Radio at 11 o'clock this morning will present the Apparition Anniversary Mass from the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help, the only approved Marian apparition site in the U.S. That's at 11 o'clock Central Time this morning. This annual Mass commemorates when Our Lady appeared in October 1859, identifying herself as the Queen of Heaven, who prays for the conversion of sinners. And if you normally listen to the Noon Central Mass, this uh, broadcast will replace that today. You can listen on your local Relevant Radio station or watch online at RelevantRadio.com or through the Relevant Radio app. That's at 11 o'clock this morning, Central Time. It's now 13 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, October 9th, 2021. Saturday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time, and it's time to pray. We join the entire church, all the angels and saints, as we lift our voices all together now, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The dawn is sprinkling in the east. It's golden shower as day flows in. Fast mount the pointed shafts of light. Farewell to darkness and to sin. To us, and all your ways are true. Lord, you are near to us, and all your ways are true. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close, 
Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. Lord, you are near to us and all your ways are true. Wisdom of God be with me, always at work in me. Wisdom of God be with me, always at work in me. God of my fathers, Lord of mercy, you who have made all things by your word and in your wisdom have established man to rule the creatures produced by you, to govern the world in holiness and justice and to render judgment in integrity of heart. Give me wisdom, the attendant at your throne, and reject me not from among your children, for I am your servant, the son of your handmaid, a man weak and short-lived and lacking in comprehension of judgment and of laws. Indeed, though one be perfect among the sons of men, if wisdom who comes from you be not with him, he shall be held in no esteem. Now with you is wisdom, who knows your works and was present when you made the world, who understands what is pleasing in your eyes and what is conformable with your commands. Send her forth from your holy heavens and from your glorious throne, dispatch her, that she may be with me and work with me, that I may know what is your pleasure. For she knows and understands all things, and will guide me discreetly in my affairs, and safeguard me by her glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Wisdom of God, be with me, always at work in me. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. Oh, praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, Possess our hearts forever. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. A reading from the letter to the Philippians. In everything you do, act without grumbling or arguing. 
Prove yourself innocent and straightforward, children of God beyond reproach, in the midst of a twisted and depraved generation, among whom you shine like the stars in the sky. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. I cry to you, O Lord, for you are my refuge. I I cry cry to you, O Lord. For For you you are are my refuge. You are all I desire in the land of the living. For For you are my refuge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I I cry cry to you, O Lord, for for you are my refuge. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. With confidence, let us pray to the Father, who willed that the Virgin Mary should surpass all creatures in heaven and earth. Look upon the mother of your Son and hear our prayers. Look Look upon upon the the mother mother of of your Son and and hear our prayers. We are grateful to you, Father of mercy. For you gave us Mary to be our mother and our model. Through her intercession, cleanse our hearts. Look Look upon upon the the mother mother of of your son and hear our prayer. You inspired Mary to be attentive to your word and faithful in your service. Through her intercession, give us the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Look Look upon upon the mother mother of your son and and hear hear our prayer. You strengthened Mary at the foot of the cross and filled her with joy at the resurrection of your Son. Through her intercession, relieve our distress and strengthen our hope. Look Look upon upon the mother mother of your Son and and hear our prayer. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, fountain and source of our salvation, may we proclaim your glory every day of our lives, that we may sing your praise forever in heaven. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, don't forget the Apparition Anniversary Mass live from the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help, 11 o'clock this morning, Central Time, on Relevant Radio. The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. Go out, get things done today, and get ready for a day of rest tomorrow. We'll get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and a great weekend, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.